Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director, Jim Smalley. The latest crop report says Saskatchewan farmers have seeded over 90% of the crop. Provincial Extension agrologist Shannon Friesen says seeding is well ahead of the five-year average. Well, we made good good progress again this week. So provincially, 91% of the crop is now seeded. That is up from 70% last week and does remain well ahead of the five-year average of 81%. So we did have a relatively good week field condition-wise as well as weather. Of course, we did have some rain delays in some areas, uh, but for the most part, many producers have been able to wrap up and more expect to in the next week. What kind of seeding progress by region? Well, the southwest region leads with 95% now seeded. 93% is seeded in the southeast. The west central region has 92%. The northwest has 90%, the northeast region is at 87% done, and the east central region follows with 86%. And how about by the crops? What are the most main crops in? Uh, well, 98% of the lentils, 94% of the durum, 92% of the spring wheat, 90% of the soybeans, 88% of the canola, 85% of the barley, and 84% of the flax have now been seeded. Was there much rainfall across the grain belt during the past week, and especially the last day or so? There sure was. It seemed like there were very scattered showers right across the province. So some areas ended up getting quite a lot, while others just got a tenth or two. So for the most part, many areas have actually reported receiving at least a quarter inch, if not a full inch, over the last week. And some areas, of course, especially in that northeast region and around Humboldt, have actually reported up to three or even four inches. So what's the topsoil moisture rating? Uh, well, as of Monday, uh, topsoil moisture conditions on cropland were rated as 1% surplus, 51% adequate, 36% short, and 12% very short. On hayland and pasture, it was 38% adequate, 44% short, and 18% very short. So certainly the rainfall that we have received over the last week certainly helped that out. Yeah, what are crop conditions? Crop conditions, for the most part, are in poor to good condition, which is no surprise, uh, mainly because we've had such a dry spring and a very slow spring as well. So emergence has been patchy, it's been delayed, and in many fields it is very uneven as well. But hopefully now that we've gotten some rain, uh, things should improve for us. What were the main causes of crop damage this past week? Uh, Well, in the past week, uh, we've had many reports of insects actually damaging canola crops. So many producers out there have been spraying for flea beetles as well as for cutworms. And, of course, we do have damage from strong winds as well as the lack of moisture. When do you see seeding wrapping up? You know, as long as everything kind of remains the course and farmers are able to get into the field, uh, we do expect likely in the next 7 to, to 10 days. You said some areas are still a bit dry. Which areas need still need rain? Certainly the south, which is always looking for rain, but also areas in the west central region. Unfortunately, they did not get a lot of rain last week as it was quite scattered. So some areas got quite a bit, but closer to the Alberta border and around that Kindersley area, not a lot of rain. So many producers out there are hoping for some rain, uh, you know, over the next couple of weeks. And of course, we do have some very dry areas left in the southeast, particularly that Moose Regina, Cinnaboy, Weyburn kind of areas but as well around Estevan as well. 
I understand SAS Power had more contacts, farm equipment contacting power equipment. That's right. So in the past week, there were 15 contacts, bringing up that total in May to 143. So of course, that number is much higher than we would like to see. So we would like to remind producers to take care of there, to make sure that they are aware of their surroundings and that they are doing everything they can to make sure they come home safe. Shannon Friesen compiles the weekly crop report for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. An agreement in principle has been reached to restore rail service to the port of Churchill and revive the northern Manitoba community's port. The federal government and a consortium of northern communities called One North are among the partners in the project to take over ownership of the rail line, which is Churchill's only land link and has been out of service in severe flooding last spring. The current owner, Denver-based Omnitrax, has said it couldn't afford the tens of millions of dollars in repairs needed and has been in discussions for months to sell the assets. Christian Sinclair, co-chairman of One North, says details of the agreement still have to be finalized. Jamie Lewis, Customer Appreciation Day at Cowess's Gas and Grocery just outside of Regina. Get onto our cola, head east, just about four kilometers out of the city. Right past the Regina Bypass Project, you'll cross some tracks, turn left, look for the big red roof, and it's going to be well worth your time to come out here. It is, again, Customer Appreciation Day, and we have some free burgers to thank everybody for the years of patronage. Also, free hot dogs and chips. We've got door prizes for those who are coming down. Your chance to win for doing absolutely nothing but showing up. And for the kids, we've got a dino bouncer and face painting. And, of course, we have great gas prices always around here, but a very special one till three o'clock you can buy gas right here for a buck fourteen nine you can't find it cheaper anywhere in the city a dollar fourteen nine so come and see us very easy to find arcola east again just past the regina bypass project cross the tracks turn left look for the red roof it's customer appreciation day at cowess's gas and grocery Saskatchewan farmers are breathing a sigh of relief following the end of a brief strike by CP rail conductors and engineers. The union and CP rail reached a four-year tentative agreement yesterday, ending a 16-hour strike. Western Canadian Wheat Growers President Levi Wood says farmers are happy to see the dispute settled so quickly. Just on, on first glance that they've reached a deal, I think that's obviously very good news for farmers and for uh, everybody trying to ship commodities on a CP line. Uh, and I think, you know, from a farm perspective, there's a real going to be a real sort of sigh of relief towards it. I think uh, we were looking at a situation where you had some pretty high carryouts still left on farms. And, uh, you know, I think everyone was pretty aware of the situation went on this winter where we're really CP, but also CN uh, really, you know, were really gave grain shipping a very limited supply. And so I think what we're looking at is it's good news because there is still a lot of grain out there. Uh, and hopefully what it does is that it also gives some assurance that probably for, you know, a relatively medium, you know, sh- medium to long-term view, both railways will be back to work. And certainly CP was the one that was the, obviously the one that we were talking about right now, but hopefully both will be uh, back to work and be able to give Prairie shippers a uh, good service going forward. CP, uh, the Teamsters Union says they'll be back at work. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, I think that's good news. I mean, I think one of the challenges is that when looking at any kind of strike is that, you know, delays are costly and uh, they cost us in many ways. One is that, you know, you can't get your grain off off your farm and into uh, the commercial system. But ultimately, you know, the challenge being when we don't have adequate service or we don't have consistent rail service, whether that's uh, a labor challenge or whether that's a mechanical issue, 
what it does is it really backs up our entire system. And, uh, you know, when we look at what's going on around the world, our customers for our grain, we aren't necessarily the only game in town many times. And so I think we want to be able to provide a consistent shipment uh, of grain to uh, to our over- to meet our overseas demand, which uh, ultimately hopefully keeps uh, keeps happy customers for, for prairie grains. So in summary, you're pretty happy with the end to the CP Rail dispute only 15 hours after it began? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's great to obviously it was, uh, you know, we were concerned that uh, if this was to linger on for days or weeks, uh, it could cause some real problems uh, at the farm level. So I think to say that they've uh, reached agreement, even though it's just tentative right now, that's uh, it's a really positive sign and a good step forward, hopefully in what will be. Uh, you know, a return to work and a, and a strong uh, shipping schedule from here on out. Canadian Federation of Agriculture Vice President Norm Hall of Winyard says the agreement is great news for exporters in Western Canada. We should see four years of, of interrupted service, but now it's just up to management on how they deal with their employees and moving forward. But also, uh, now they can get serious about Bill C-49 instead of having to worry about human resource issues or at least as much about them. So in summer, you see this as good news for farmers? Oh, yes. Any delay in shipping is not good news for agriculture. And, and having it settled by negotiators at the table as opposed to a deal being forced on one party or the other, this way the employees will ratify this and, and they'll be happy about it as opposed to having a deal pushed on them and being hammered on one more time. Norm Hall of Winyard is Vice President of the Canadian Federation of Agriculture and past president of APAS. This Saturday is Horse Day. AC Equestrian Centre near Capel will feature an annual family event to show equestrian vaulting or gymnastics on a moving horse. The feature runs from 1 to 4 p.m. Saturday and includes horse vaulting, face painting and other events. The Market Update on The Source, 620 CKRM. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading this morning. Canola fell $1.30 at 508.84. Oats gained $3.76 at $155.21 per metric ton. Number one red spring wheat increased $3.32 at $244.55. The rest were all unchanged. Durham, $252.81. Feed barley, $195.63. Flax, $462.84. Yellow peas, $244.54. Feed wheat, $189.58. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, July spring wheat is up one and a quarter cents at six twelve and three quarter cents a bushel. The livestock report on the source six twenty CKRM. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of May 29th. It was a Cinnaboy's turn for a regular sale last week. Heiferite sold from a dollar to a dollar twenty-five. D1 and D2 cows sold from eighty-two cents to ninety-two cents. D3 cows sold from $0.72 cents to $0.82. Cents. And good butcher bulls sold from $1.05 to $1.25. There weren't enough steers in any one weight break to establish an accurate price quotation, but there were a few heifers. 700 to 800 pound heifers averaged $1.62 and sold up to $1.71. And 800 to 900 pound heifers averaged $1.39 and sold up to $1.45. This has been Stephanie Dagg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,000 hogs Wednesday, selling a range of 157 to 162 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,500 head. Selling a range of 159 to 162 per CKG. 
Ham's cash hog price today is up, and forward contract prices opened down this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar was up 62 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.2897. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 77.12 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets found some needed support in yesterday's trade, gaining about $1.20 U.S. to 108 in most reporting regions. The pork carcass cutout continued its recent trend of small intermittent gains and is losing ground compared to last year's price trend. The products that make up most of the carcass cutout are all widening their deficit to year-ago prices, with hams, bellies, loins, and pork trim all down relative to last year. Given the concern of heavy supplies burdening the market and the sluggish cash market, it has been surprising to see a recovery in futures values over the last week. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. Jim Smalley's Agri-Weather on The Source, 620 CKRM. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly cloudy. 30% chance of showers late this afternoon. Wind northwest 20 kilometers per hour, gusting to 40 kilometers per hour, then becoming light later this afternoon. The high today, just 19 degrees. Risk of a thunderstorm tonight and overnight, the low 11 degrees. Tomorrow, again cloudy. 60% chance of showers on Friday. Wind from the east at 40, gusting to 60 kilometers per hour. The high 17 tomorrow, so and the low is 8, so it's going to be cool for the next couple days. Saturday, also cloudy and chance of showers and windy. 60% chance of showers Saturday with a high of 14 degrees, the low plus 5. This inclement weather will, or rainy weather, will blow out by Sunday with a forecast of sunny skies on Sunday and a high of 21, the low 8 degrees. Monday, increasing cloudiness, the high 22, the low 10. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high 23, the low 9. Wednesday, sunny skies, the high 21. And the normal high for this date is 22 degrees. The normal low is 7 degrees. The sun rose at 4.53. This morning, it sets at 8.59 tonight. And we have the hot spot in Saskatchewan right now, Estevan, 20 degrees. 5 degrees in northern Saskatchewan at South End is the cold spot in this province. The Canadian hot spot is Rubberville, Quebec at 32. Also on the roundup today, Saskatoon is 12 degrees. Swift Current 13, Weyburn 17, Yorkton is 16. In Regina with cloudy skies, it's 14. That's 57 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north-northwest at 18. Humidity is 73%. The barometer is rising 101.2. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, 14 degrees. Winds are from the north at 11. Once again, Regina, cloudy and 14. That's 57 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.